everyone, it's your iconic bestie, Achang. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, The Queen's Archives. Each week, we enter into the Queen's quarters to laugh, shake some ass, drink some Prosecco, and get real, baby, okay? But but this this episode, is, it's just me, okay? And I'm doing a special Q&A episode. If you guys follow me on Instagram, which you should, I ask you guys to ask me questions, and I'll answer it on my podcast. So I'm going to answer as many as I can. And y'all went in. So I'm really excited. And like, y'all, I've been doing so much with my life recently. Like, I feel like I've been traveling a lot for work. I've been doing a lot of work. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, um, I posted about losing my host mother, Eden Grace. May her soul rest in peace. Um, And that's been also just like something that's been weighing me wing on me like just dealing with grief and also how to balance that with like life and work and friendships and relationships and also just taking care of myself and dealing with losing somebody really really special to me and so um a few people asked of you asked me about that in the q a so i'll answer about it but that's what your girl's doing you know the summer is here we all shide (laughs) it's giving hot girl summer you know regardless like before we get into into the questions, I just want to say that my therapist always has always been telling me, like recently especially, is that you just have to do shit. You know, you just have to do it. Do it sad. Do it upset. Do it happy. Do it discouraged. Do it afraid. Do it when you're like living life. You just have to do it, and that's something I've had to learn, especially with just dealing with a loss. And so, you know, my life also has to continue. And I'm doing everything, grieving, and that's fine. But y'all, let's get to these questions. I'm keeping y'all's names anonymous. Um, but if you're listening to this, you know you asked the question. Okay, you know you asked the question. So um, let's just get started, okay? Okay, so let's get to the questions. The first one is, how do you stay so confident and positive all the time? You know what, guys? I get this question a lot, a lot, a lot. But my question to y'all is why not? Why shouldn't I have the nerve to be confident? Why shouldn't you have the nerve to be confident? You know what I mean? Like I feel like society has made us feel like, oh, confidence is is this thing that you have to like do so much for, which you do. But like, if you just decide today, I'm that bitch, like I'm confident, I'm living my life the way I wanna be, I don't care about anything, and I know that takes time, but if you just decide that, then why not, you know? But to answer this, like why am I so confident and positive, like why couldn't I be? Like I have soft arms, I have stretch marks, I have cellulite, I have a fupa you can hold on to, you know, my ass is fat, my titties is sagging enough, you know, like, I'm amazing, talented, nerve, um, creative, successful. Like, why shouldn't I be ne- like positive um, and confident? And when it comes to positivity, I'm just like, there's so much crazy shit happening in the world. Like, I'm so over all the things that are happening in the world and I can only do so much. And so if my addition to this world is to bring some positivity into the world, let that be my portion. 
Let that be my space. Like, I don't have time to put my energy into putting somebody down, into doing crazy shit, into making somebody feel bad, into just, you know, commu- like contributing to this society in a way that's not helpful. Like, what do I have to do with that? Like, positivity is where it's at. I choose every single day i tell you and it's a choice because other people could make choices that are not for them i choose every single day happiness positivity peace money love and tranquility like it's so easy to choose that but i can also see with like anything that's happening in your life you might want to choose like not the best path but if i can tell you wake up every day choose all those things and choose you because you got you, baby. All right. <laughs> Next question. What was a major goal slash goals you set this year and have you accomplished them yet? Listen, y'all, at the beginning of this year, I was living my best life in Kenya, which is where I'm from, born and raised, 254. But I was living my best life in Kenya, being spoiled and loved on by my parents. I was on a beach, living my best life. And I decided this year, which I didn't do last year. Last year, I was so focused on my craft, which I don't regret, but I wish like I made more time for my people, like my friends, my family. Like, I really wish I made time for them. And so something that is super intentional for me this year is community. And I feel like I'm trying my hardest and my best to put my people first instead of putting like my work first. Because just to talk a little bit about like my experience right now, Like I said earlier, I lost my host mom. And when I went back, the only thing that was like keeping me together was my people, my family, my friends checking up on me. Y'all, y'all checked up on me so much and I love you guys for that. Like, shout out to the No Ordinary Noir community. We're really that bitch. But like that brand deal didn't do anything for me. That brand trip didn't do anything for me. That thing that I did for work didn't do anything for me. The only thing that was with me and my grief and my sadness and my pain was my people. So my definitely my goal this year is to be more intentional about my community. Um, I also want to be on a cover of a magazine. Vogue magazine, if you're listening to this, was good. Was goodsies, okay? It's not happened yet, but it's coming, okay? It's giving, like, end of year. I'm about to shock y'all on the cover of, like, Vogue Arabia looking sexy and everything, okay? Um, another goal was to stop my podcastiana. And here you, here we are. You listening to me, me talking to you period so that's exciting that that's happening and then i also have a big revenue goal this year i will only be able to like like um evaluate that at the end of the year um and so we'll see what's popping i want to keep on pushing myself and pushing my team to reach the heights to inspire the culture okay and um what other goal another goal has been my health my health this year um last year i just overworked myself and i was so burnt out like i didn't have time for myself i didn't have time for nobody i I only had lifeline for myself which sucked because i wanted to be there for my community and that was hard so this year i'm putting me first like my health first my mental health first and so i've been doing bad bitch walks which I've been loving. I've been going to dance classes, which I've been loving. I started up tennis classes because I'm in my Serena Williams era, 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 you know? And so I feel like that's like an ongoing goal. I think I just want to feel like active and happy and healthy. And 
like I don't know if there's necessarily like a goal for that, like a like a end end to it. Like oh, when I get to this point, I'll be fine. Like it's kind of just like continuing to like love myself and take care of myself and really prioritize my health. So I don't know if those were really goals or just like aspirations and just the kind of woman I want to be. But I hope that answered your question, my sweet baby. Love you. Mwah. Thank you for that question. It was so cute. How old are you? Because when it comes to fashion, you are the undisputed queen. Come on, we need some round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. Because yes, I am. Yes, I am the freaking undisputed queen when it comes to fashions, okay? It's taken me a while to get to this point where I like can wear whatever that I want, can feel comfortable and sexy in whatever I'm wearing. Like it had been hard before. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was fighting for my life but we're out here we're out here loving myself like loving ourselves but loving myself more per but how old i am 26 27 november 13th save the date send me flowers <laughs> and when it comes to fashion i think I'm like so inspired by so many things i'm inspired by my parents like my daddy my father always dressed dressed to the nines like we would be going to the mall my dad is dressed up in a broken down suit i'm like father we are just going to buy some makeup we're just going to buy some bread but he was always dressed to the nines and my mom don't play with her miss anna gutu don't play with her like she dresses immaculately and something that they really like gave us was like dressing to the max there's nothing like overdressing they would be overdressing just to go to the store they'd be overdressing just to go pick up some mail like don't talk to them anyhow like in addition to that color is something that they also instilled in us like vibrance like showing your personality through your clothing because the first time you meet someone, like they're gonna tell like who you are based of how you look. Like whether we like it or not, don't judge a book by its cover. People is judging, we is judging, okay? And so I feel like that has really very much like inspired the way I dress and what I do. And for a really long time, I was just afraid to wear shit because I thought, oh, but my stomach is going to look so big. Oh, but my arms, oh, but my titty, ah, come on now. Like, why would I deny my sexiness? There's so many beautiful clothes out there for me to wear. Why am I going to hold myself back to like a, a, a t-shirt and some jeans when I could be out here in a crop top, a maxi skirt, jewelry on deck, lipstick on popping on Fenty Beauty, like why couldn't I do that? You know what I mean? But thank you for giving me that, okay? If you can send that to um, CFDA, which is the Vogue Fashion um, Foundation, if you can send that to them and tell them that I'm the undisputed queen of fashion, I would love that. I would love that because I need to have a clothing line. Let's talk about that. Who's talking about? Who's having that conversation? Me. Because y'all need to tell me, okay? Because y'all can also comment on um, some of these some of the places that you get your podcast, but especially on Spotify, you can comment. Do y'all think I need to have a fashion line and would y'all wear it? Because I'm going to have you out here giving sexy can I just turn in my hair. I'm going to be giving y'all. I'm going to be giving work, 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 work. See me, I make work, work. Vibes. You know what I mean? So y'all let me know. But thank you for that. I feel it. I love it. Kisses to you. Mwah. Okay. Next one. Oh, God, I don't know if this is even a question. It's just a statement. <laughs> Y'all tell me. <laughs> Girl, I miss my ex and my situationship don't want to commit. Child. It's the summer. 
we in 2023 2023 baby it's a hot girl summer i'm giving you literally 24 hours to that ex and that situation ship and go find you somebody else listen the man's is outside the women's is outside whoever you want is outside like you're spending your time missing your ex babe let bygones be bygones okay somebody told me this if your ex leaves you and then comes back you have to leave him because he's trash he came back because he didn't find anything better out there but also he came back because everybody rejected him outside there babe Stop missing that that ex. And if your situationship is not committing, it's a situationship though, because it's not a relationship. It's a situationship. So maybe you should figure out what you really want, because it's giving like you want a relationship, but you're out here with these these folks who are just out here ha- trying to have a quick f- or trying to have a good moment. Like if he's not committing, that has nothing to do with you or she. I don't know who you're dating, but if they're not committing, it has everything to do with them and not with you. So you leave that thing. You're like too sexy for this. You're too sexy to be out here like waiting, waiting. Megan the Stallion says, I don't chase my liquor and I don't chase no nigga. Come on now. What are you doing, baby? Leave. Just leave. Go outside. Live your life. Like, y'all, I'm having a hot girl summer. <laughs> I'm having a hot girl summer. Like, I was so hung up on, like, trying to find my person and trying to find that person for me and my boyfriend and the love of my life. And I was like, yo, I'm wasting my life out here. I'm fighting for my life out here trying to find somebody who loves me when I love myself. I'm having a hot girl summer. I'm dating everybody's sons and their daddies. <laughs> so if you see me on a yacht this summer, you know what's up. On a private jet, you know what's up. I'm just outside having a good time. And I think you should too. Like, don't stress yourself. Like, something that will happen for you is the love will come. The time will come when you find that. And maybe you're stressed because of something and you really want this in your life. But babe, the universe works in miraculous ways. If you believe in God, God works in miraculous ways. So don't stress yourself over somebody who's not stressing themselves about you. Using your energy over somebody who's out there doing higi haga when you could be here being a bad bitch. Let's talk about that, baby. Let's talk about that. You deserve more. Look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself that you're a bad bitch, that you deserve the world. And if somebody is not giving you that, somebody else will, okay? If somebody is not giving you that, you're asking the wrong person. So get yourself together and I'll see you in the streets. Let me know where you wanna go get brunch and mimosas, okay? I'll find you a man, though, or a boot thing, or whoever you're into. <laughs> okay. How to stop feeling guilty, spoiling myself, coming from a family of frugalness. Honey, you're speaking to the, you're speaking to the choir. You're speaking to the right person. Listen, my parents love to save. They love to save. But I feel like because, like, of a long time in my life, like, I didn't control my money. When I got money, I was like, give me the bag. Give me the shoes. Let's go on vacation. Give me the Chick-fil-A. I was outside. I was outside until I started to realize that, one, you have to think about your future self. Because future self will, will thank you for saving that money. But also, it's okay to spoil yourself. And it's hard to get to that point. And I think you need to get to that point where you feel like you are worthy of being spoiled. Not best by anybody else, but just by you. 
You deserve to be celebrated. Like, don't do it every time, you know? I feel like sometimes you can get to like, oh, whatever, I'm having a hard day, I'll spoil myself. Whatever, you know, I'm doing this, I'll spoil myself. Like, I think it gets to that point where it's like, girl, let's talk to the financial advisor, okay? Let, let, let's 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 talk to, to, to the accountant, what's popping, what's giving. But I think it's okay to go out of your way a few times in your life, in your year, whatever, to spoil yourself. And it doesn't have to be big. You can spoil yourself by getting yourself some silk sheets from Amazon. Love that for you. Sleep in comfort. You can spoil yourself and get yourself a freaking Chanel. You can spoil yourself and go on a trip. But I think the guilt doesn't, it cannot lie on you, okay? It cannot lie on you because it will stop you from living a life that you truly deserve. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be money. It can be like, oh, I'm spoiling myself by like walking. I'm spoiling myself by sleeping in. And so I think it pours into other parts of your life that's not just financial. And it's okay to do it smartly. You can, there's a way to spoil yourself in a smart way, in a way that's not affecting your finances, affecting your life, affecting your friendships and relationships, in a way that's just truly, genuinely, I deserve this, which you do. You deserve the world, honey, the universe, the world over, the ocean too, the deep blue sea, everything. But I feel like you should not be afraid to spoil yourself. And I think it takes time. And start small. Start small. You know, say, oh, this month I've worked this hard. I'm going to treat myself to a nice dinner. Like this year I've worked so hard. I'm going to treat myself to this. But also you treat yourself when the money is there. That's the thing. People don't understand. You have to treat yourself when the money is there. Because some people are like, whatever. I have this much money. I don't care. Life is too short. Life is too short is the most expensive sentence that has ever been created because after that, the most expensive shit happens. The most expensive shit happens. Listen, that happens to me too. I'm like, life is too short. Bought myself a flight to freaking Puerto Rico. Life is too short. Bought myself a freaking bed. No, 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 no. You don't have to be like that. I'm getting better, okay? I'm trying to be a bad bitch with financial literacy. You know, we're getting there, period. And I have an amazing team that's helping me with that. But spoil yourself when the money is there. And when the money's there, don't be afraid to spoil yourself to something sweet because you deserve it. And that's all. Mwah. Thank you so much for coming to my TED Talk. End of the podcast. I'm joking. I'm joking. There's more questions. There's more questions. Um, how would you say you have grown during your life journey? Honey, she's grown. She's sexy. It was that Beyonce song. Whatever. But played played in the background as you're listening to this question. I feel like the person I was, like even seven years ago, even last year, is so different from the woman I am today. So I was born and raised in Kenya. I moved to the United States to um, Richmond, Indiana when I was 16, honey. I, I, was moving, I was moving to the boondocks. Damn, not even the boondocks. I don't even know what to call Indiana, but the Midwest is just not for the girls. <laughs> it's not for the girls. But I moved there, and I remember see, being so terrified about everything and terri- terrified about life. And I was so quiet and soft-spoken and so shy. I was terrified to even, like, speak up. Like, I would talk like, hi, my name is Aniago. Like, can you even guys hear that? I'm like, girl, speak up. If I could see some CCTV camera from when I was that age, I'd be like, girl, speak up. I can't hear you. Okay. But I feel like there's been a lot of things that have helped me grow. I feel like I'm more living in my person and in my truth as like, a ching, a gutu, like the 
a trainer go to like i'm vibrant i'm i'm loud i'm expressive i'm creative and those are things that i just felt like were like taboo or like very unwoman like and like right now i just feel like i'm really living in my truth y'all i don't know if y'all feel it but i really feel it i really feel it like i remember this time like when I first moved to the US, I had braids, um, like this is like really tiny micro braids. And um, the day before I left Kenya, my cousins were telling me like, oh girl, those braids are so nice. Can you put them down so we can see them? And tell y'all tell me, I was so terrified to take the bun out because I thought it looked too much. And when I took it down and my, my cousins were like really hyping me up like, oh my God, you look so good at Ching. I asked them, is this too much? They said, no no and that was very much like a very literal and figurative like version of myself like i was so terrified to let my hair down because i was afraid of what the world would say i would be afraid of what people would think i'd be afraid of really finding myself and so i've grown and i'm still like a 20 26 year old teenager you know i'm still a baby she's still a baby you know and i feel like there's still so much more space for me to grow and live and experience and and there's so much life i haven't seen and so the journey is continuing but i feel like i'm growing she's a budding flower she's an orchid in it i love it i love it um can you share the inner journey of grief what does it feel like what are the bright spots y'all y'all i'm not even gonna front i'm not even gonna lie to y'all i'm going through it i'm going through it and i'm trying so hard to be present and i know i don't have to but like i have a huge group of people who are relying on me i have like a huge team that is relying on me to have things moving and i took two weeks off which was really helpful for me to just be with my family and I feel like grief is a process. And the thing with my host mom's death is that I was already grieving her when she was alive because um, she had ovarian cancer. And um, when they told us she couldn't go into remission, we were kind of preparing ourselves for the day that she would not be with us. So I was already grieving her when she was with us. And I feel like that started my grieving process. And then when she like, physically was not with us that's kind of when it actually hit me and it's tough and i think it's hard for me to talk about right now and i think i'm glad i have people around me who are really loving on me and really holding me because i couldn't do it by myself and also shout out to all of you who have been like reaching out and checking in on me like y'all we really have an amazing community but my process of grief i'm still processing I really don't know how I feel yet. I definitely feel very sad and in a lot of pain. But I feel like if I stay there, I'll stay there forever. And something I've definitely been working on in therapy is that I have to still live life with that grief. Because if I stay there, I'll be stuck. And I don't think I, I can physically, mentally, emotionally afford to do that right now in my life. But I feel her with me all the time. I invite her a lot into my spaces and I have been praying for a really long time that she comes to my dreams and I see her in my dreams because I haven't yet. 
and I really want that space because I also didn't get to say bye to her. Like the day that I landed to go be with family to go see her at the hospital, she passed that, that morning before I saw her. I hope she comes to visit me in my dreams because I really want to see her and just give her a hug. The bright spots is just community and family and knowing that there's people who truly love you and that's what's holding me together to be honest guys that's definitely what's holding me together but like grief is is here and it's a part of life and i i've lost i've lost some close people but not as close as as eden eden was one of the people who really truly understood me she brought me to this country when i was 16 she brought me to the u.s she's the one who helped me find my voice and understand that it's okay for me to to speak my mind and and be who I am and she's a fabulous woman y'all I really wish some of y'all could have gotten to know her you know I keep part I keep my family private but I wish she could have graced my Instagram a few times which I, she did she did on my stories but I wish y'all could just hear her talk she she was a fabulous woman um how's your love life going are you seeing people dating ah! y'all want to be my business <laughs> so my love life right now i feel like it's very like fun and exciting i was dating this guy last year i broke well he, i don't know if he broke up with me or i broke i really don't know what happened and like shit's messy but like we just no longer were seeing each other and that was hard because it was before my birthday i was like oh my god i'm not gonna be able to do this but i did and i had the baddest bitch birthday you can go on my instagram and check out all the videos of pictures we took it was up in in, in the mountains in vale you know black people in vale black people in the snow i with it but um right now i think i've gotten to the point where i'm like tired of like trying to like find the love of my life like i feel like that's what i wanted like i wanted to find my person the love of my life and that's how i was dating you know and that just didn't feel sustainable and like y'all i'm young why am i looking for a husband right now why am i looking for a husband why am i looking for a husband when i need to be having fun and i remember this one of my favorite teachers told me like something she regrets was meeting like she loved her husband. The first person she met, the first man, boy, whatever, boy, man she, she met is the person she married. And she wishes she could have explored her life a little bit more. And I feel like I've been feeling that a little bit more like this season. So girl, you know, I'm dating, you know, a few, few cute, a few cuties and I'm having fun. I haven't done this pretty much ever. Cause I was like, when I like date one person or when I go on one date and like I'm vibing, I'm like, I'm so like locked in. But I was like, why am I doing that? Like, why am I doing that? Huh? Huh? I'm literally 26. Why am I looking for a husband? Life is short. Life is short. And so I feel like the love life is fun and exciting right now. And maybe it might change. Um, you know, things might change, you know. But, you know, the, the hard launch might come. Actually, I don't think, would I hard launch? I feel like if I ever hard launched a man on my page, it's like we're at the altar. Like, it's like, you're getting married? Like, I want y'all to be like, what the heck? We didn't even know. I want y'all to be like, being like, y'all, I got engaged. Like, I'm at the altar, like the way Issa Rae did us. That's how I want to be. So, it's good. It's good for now. Manifest good vibes. Manifest good energy for me. Because I'm manifesting for you too, bestie. Period. Yeah.
Uh, How should I deal with feeling only one thing makes me look good? Hmm. Let me take a little sip of this juice real quick before I just answer this. Did you guys taste? Did you taste it? Delicious, delicious. It's grape juice. I feel like you're afraid because maybe somebody has told you that, oh, you only feel look good in this or maybe you only think you look good in that. I think you should explore a little bit of your body because something that I've had to learn is to dress for your body type because sometimes trends come and then fashion nova cutouts be coming and all these things and this and this and you feel like oh I need to like fit into that because that's what's trending right now and then it, you put it on and you're like this doesn't look good on me like I need something that makes me feel like this I think your journey during this space especially when you think about clothing and fashion and your body is find things that feel like a second skin Okay? And it just can't be one thing because girl, I know you sexy. I know you fine. I know you out here being like a dime. That should be a song. DJ Khaled, you wanna put that in a song? <laughs> but I feel like you should find things that feel like a second skin. Explore different styles, textures, colors. Try something different. And you don't have to wear it and then go outside. Like, wear it and wear it in your apartment. Try new things. That was terrifying for me, especially when I was like wearing crop tops or bikinis. I was like, oh my God, my stomach rolls, my fupa. And like right now I'm like, who is all damn f-? Like I'm out here feeling good and sexy. And if that bothers somebody else, it has everything to do with them and nothing to do with me, okay? Heavy on you. Heavy on to you, I look crazy. But to me, I look fine. So explore, explore different things. Like whatever that thing that makes you look good, wear it with something else. Wear it in a different color. And then explore, do something else. Wear a different cut or a different um, fit and, and see how that feels for you. I feel like... That's the only advice I can give to you right now. But I think after you try something else, DM me. Okay? Because we're going to make this work. We're going we're gonna to do this together as a family. Love it. We are family. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got all my besties with me. Next question. How do you combat confusion, being stuck, specifically with regards to career choices? Child. I've been there. I've done that. Before I went full-time content creating, I <laughs> I was about to be a business analyst. Imagine that. Me sitting in an office telling them about the engagement of a specific website. Like, that was just not me. And something that I had to decide was, like, what really, truly makes me happy? And exploring that, like... Before I went to grad school, I was working as an admissions counselor and I thought I really wanted to work in higher education because my parents worked in higher education and that's what felt right. But I was like, I'm only just out here living for them. I don't like that. So then I decided to go to grad school for international marketing and business analytics because she's an educated baddie, period. And I thought that would like take me to the level I wanted to go, which it did, but I wasn't just happy, but I was also actively doing um, social media then and just decided to go full time and I'm good now. So I think you need to just take a step back from what you're actually doing. I think you have one life and you shouldn't do things that don't, don't make you feel good and don't make you happy, regardless of what people think. Like you have to do you because everybody else is going to live their lives and they're going to put it on you. Like, no, 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 live your life. So take a little step back, breathe and Try and figure out what in my life right now am I doing that brings me joy. It could be cooking. 
It could be crocheting. It could be painting. It could be uh, drinking a glass of wine. And all those things, you can find a job. Literally, you could be a sommelier at the best, bombest restaurant in New York. Or you could be a sommelier somewhere cute, nice, boutique and f***ing Ibiza. You know what I mean? You could be a painter. You could be an, an art teacher if you want. You could be a, a chef. You could do all these things. So just take a step back and try and figure out what in my life right now is bringing me joy. And whatever that is, how can I make it into a job? Because you don't deserve to be living and working in a place that doesn't make you happy. Like life is short. You don't want to be 60, retired, being like, I shoulda, coulda, woulda, when you coulda. You know what I mean? But I hope that helps, sweetie. And if you're young, explore, travel if you can, find yourself, but take that advice. I hope it helps. Okay, sweetie, patootie, karootie, mwah, bye. What was a pivotal moment that led to your current confidence levels? Oh, honey, heartbreak. Ah, a man broke my heart, literally. A man broke my heart in 2017. I was so in love with this man. I was so embossed in him. Like, I wanted to live in, inside his armpits. That's how much I, I really was in this guy. Like, I wanted to shrink myself and live in his, in his ear because I loved him too much. Lord, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. But um, he broke my heart. And I was so confused because I didn't even know who I was. I used to introduce myself. I was like, I'm so-and-so's girlfriend. I didn't even introduce myself. I was like, my name is Achang. And after that happened, that was so like life shattering for me. And I remember um, I was like only surviving on like dried mangoes and water for like two weeks because I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. It was like no air, air without him. And my roommate came into my room and she found me shaking. She was like, girl, we need to go to the hospital right now. We need to go to the hospital right now. We went to the hospital. The doctor said, like, if you had waited any longer, some of your bodily systems and functions would have started shutting down because you don't have any nutrition or sustenance in your body. And that was a wake-up call for me because I was like, I'm literally going to lose my life over a man who doesn't even care about me? Crazy. Get yourself up okay and so i started a little self-love journey i started going to therapy instead of getting back to my energy being like this is who you are this is the girl you are you are that bitch you're it it took a while it wasn't overnight honey it took a few years it took a few years probably until like like 2019 when i was like starting to like fully heal from that break and i was just realizing like at that point in my life there was no one who was telling me, you're worthy of this. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're perfect, creative, and delicious. Like, there was nobody in my life doing that for me. And I felt like, who, if, if not them, then who? Me. And kind of just started working on myself and just being like, yeah, you really with that mother bitch. Like, you're really that girl. And I feel like I'm still growing in my confidence and trying to get to where I I feel like I don't fear anything and that's probably going to take forever and that's fine because I'm enjoying this journey of just finding myself and loving myself and so this level of confidence is just me not wanting to lose myself again and not wanting to like fall on the wayside because of other people's ideas of who I am and what other people tell me like I know I deserve more I know I'm amazing I know I'm that girl so 
I hope that answered your question. I feel like I rambled, but that was the story, babe. That was the story. Do you want to have children? Girl, f damn kids. Ah! Um, no, like seriously speaking, I've had this conversation with my cousin Lisa like a ton. We've talked about this for a while. But um, there was a point in my life, like early, like my early 20s when I was like dating somebody pretty seriously that I was like, oh my God, I want to have these babies. Blah, blah, blah. I'm glad that did not happen. My parents were my ass like, when are you going to have a child? Girl, how am I going to have a child if I don't have a man? You're praying for the wrong thing. You have the wrong um, priority. Pray for the man and the baby will come. But I think at this point in my life, I'm okay with being somebody's rich auntie. I don't think I want to have kids. And that will change somewhere differently in my life. Maybe when I'm older and have a different different things happening in my life, I'll be like, oh my God, I would love to have like a little, a little mini me running around the streets, you know, influencing the culture and taking over this empire. But for now, I'm saying no. And that might change. And I don't know what y'all think. But for me, my opinion, for me and my body and my uterus, my womb. I don't want to have kids, but I will take care of my cousin's kids, my siblings' kids, my friend's kids. I'll be the best auntie ever, literally best. I know I'm going to be the best auntie because like I'm, I'm just so loving and giving. I feel like that. And so I feel like if I love my friends that much and my family and my siblings and my, my cousins that much, like how much more would I love somebody you're bringing to this world? Ah, oh, so beautiful. But you know, shout out to y'all having kids. Love y'all. Take care. Where do you see yourself retire? US or Kenya or other places? Um, that's a great question. Like, I really don't think I'll be retiring anytime soon because the girls are outside working, making that bag. But there's a point in my life where I will definitely want to be between Kenya and somewhere else. And um, I want to be in Kenya because that's where my people are. My parents are there. My family's there. Good, good energy, good weather, great food, great vibes. So I don't know. I feel like that's a question you might have to ask me um, a few years from now. Yeah. But for now, I think what I can say to that is that there's a point in my life where I would love to be spending, like, split my time between whatever country and Kenya because that's where I be. That's where I do. I want to be in Watamu, living my life, you know, drinking my dafu. My dafu, by the way, for people who don't speak Swahili, is, is coconut. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, what has been going on with your mental health? Did you lose someone on so or social media? Um, I guess I kind of touched about this earlier, but I feel like mental health, especially when it comes to someone who's like, uh, like having like a pretty like public life, like I do, like it's kind of tough. Um, it was hard for me to grieve off social media because I felt like I was hiding something from you guys and it also felt wrong for me to be experiencing something that was hard for me and then come back on social media and be like hey bestie da -da. like that didn't feel authentic in any capacity for me and so my mental health right now like girl we just going off vibes you know I'm trying my hardest to be good and that happens because I'm human regardless of what what is, is being shown or seen like I'm human and I'm trying to live. I'm going to therapy actively. I'm trying to really take care of myself. Like that's such a priority for me right now. And um, I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves too because shit's hard regardless. Or even if you just need somebody to kiki with, I hope you're taking care of yourself. But um, I would say my mental health is okay for now.
and thank you for asking that that's so sweet of you and so cute that's all i got for y'all today that's all i got okay the questions we're giving you're all so cute and nice <laughs> i'm waiting for a point we can do a Q&A in person, okay? So y'all better be listening and subscribing to The Queen's Archive so we can make an in-person, um, an in-person what? An in-person recording happen when we're all together kikiing, shaking some ass, drinking some Prosecco and getting real, baby, together, okay? But this was so cute. I hope you guys had a good time. It was my first solo, so I was like, honestly, a little nervous but I feel like it was good and I loved chatting with you guys I felt like we were on a FaceTime do you guys feel like that say yes right now great love you but thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Queen's Archives I'll be back next week with another episode so make sure to follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from and I'll see you when next week Mwah. bye besties <laughs>